0: eternal health episode number 35
1: you're listening to the eternal health podcast where we discuss God's great design for your life in body mind and spirit your host is Laura Rimmer who's a nutritionist author speaker and health coach looking for yoga tips or the latest protein shake recommendations sorry you're in the wrong place if you're ready for no-nonsense multi-layered health expertise drawing on evidence-based nutrition and biblical principles welcome to eternal health for show notes and to download your free five-minute optimum health scorecard please visit laurarimmer.com enjoy the show
0: Hi there, it's Laura Rimmer. Welcome to another episode of Eternal Health, our podcast here on natural health from a kind of biblical perspective. If you don't know who I am, I've been a health coach and nutritionist for 10 years. Started out in the field of alkaline diet and went vegan for six years and now I'm Really, really into the ketogenic diet. So that's just a quick whistle stop tour of who I am. I went from overweight, unfit smoker at university to lean, fit marathon, triathlon, and ultra marathon runner in my late thirties, and I've never felt better. So um, I do this weekly podcast. I say weekly. I've taken a break for a few weeks just because I've I've been on holiday. Chris, my husband, and I um, went to Spain for a few days and had a complete break from technology hung out on the beach went sea swimming every day went walking it was really really delightful and also I have been very busy recording a new course around the ketogenic diet and lots and lots of training for you so yeah I actually sat down and recorded 60 videos in five days so I've really been immersing myself in in everything ketogenic diet and also alkaline diet and been producing some free free trainings and some product trainings around that for you, which I'll be talking about later on um, and we'll be releasing shortly. So that's a little bit of (laughs) intro on who I am just um, because we're on episode 35 now. So I thought I'd just, for anyone new listening, You know, just explain who I am and to say a very big warm welcome if you're listening for the first time and if you're listening back then thank you for bearing with me as I took a little bit of a break I needed it to be honest and I really you know if I was much much more organized I would have three or four episodes in the bag ready to go but I didn't anticipate going on holiday a couple of times that I did but I took the opportunity to have some time off have a break from work spend time with my husband hang out in the sun so but I'm back. So yeah, nice to speak to you today. So today's episode, episode 35 is entitled keto and alkaline diet. Why you should get excited. And I love the keto diet. I love the alkaline diet. I think that the combination of the two diets together is like absolute rocket fuel for your body. Brain, um, mind, soul, everything, spirituality, it's biblical, it's it's awesome. So that's what we're going to be talking about today and why you should get excited about the keto and alkaline diet and what exactly they are as well. If you haven't listened to last episode, then do go and listen to that after this one. Episode number 34 on how to stop sugar cravings and curb carb cravings. So yeah, interesting topic. Something probably my estimate is that many people have struggled with sugar cravings over the years so if you're one then you want to listen to that episode. So today's topic on the keto diet and the alkaline diet is a topic that I've been researching in my own life for 17 years really this has been a long journey for me studying nutrition really implementing in my own life different practices using myself as a guinea pig for many years. Working with many clients, not, not as guinea pigs, once I qualified and once I got all my <laughs> the understanding under my belt. That's not to say that I'm not always learning, I always am. I typically do about two or three hours of research every day. Um, not always in nutrition, sometimes in biblical and theology studies and various other things, sports, exercise other things I like to research but a lot of my research is still into nutrition and there's always things that we can be learning so my approach has shifted over the years but there's certain things that really just keep coming back to being optimum for health and alkaline foods is one and I've been writing about the alkaline diet running an alkaline diet health tips website for 10 years And just really talking on this subject for over, yeah, over a decade. And alkaline foods are really key to your health, to good health. But latterly, I've got really into the ketogenic diet. And there's a lot of myths around the ketogenic diet. There's a lot of misinformation and discreditation when it comes to the ketogenic diet. And in fact, as I record this, even in the news this week, there were some things coming out in mainstream news on Sky News, BBC, uh, you know, various tabloid newspapers, certainly here in the UK, saying that a ketogenic diet may promote type 2 diabetes. Now, interesting, because it actually couldn't be further from the truth. The ketogenic diet is the antidote to type 2 diabetes. So it's a very controversial subject. It's a subject that has grown massively in popularity in the last year people cottoning on to the keto diet the benefits what it is wanting to find out more has grown exponentially and uh yeah i'm here to say that the ketogenic diet is awesome and you should learn about it and get excited like i'm getting excited because it can do wonders for your health for the health of your family and for your health span as in the number of years you've got left on this earth because we can't really determine, no one knows when we're going to die, right? So it's not as if, you know, I meet people who say, I'm going to live to 120. And I used to be one of those, I used to try and say, I'm going to live to, you know, over 100. I've got real, no real interest in doing that now. But what I do have an interest in, uh, an interest in is making sure that the years I have here, or the months or days, whatever that is left on earth, that I have health span good health for those years. And uh, the ketogenic diet, along with the alkaline diet, is really going to help in that process. So as you may know, I am a Christian woman, and I can quite honestly say that the ketogenic diet is the greatest thing that I've discovered since coming to a faith in Jesus. So um, if you too are a Christian, you can rest assured that the keto diet with alkaline foods is completely biblical. It's actually one of the reasons why I got interested in a ketogenic diet because I suddenly, well, not suddenly, but when I really started paying close attention to the kind of foods that are eaten in the Bible, things that are labelled as clean and unclean, and the things that back in the Old Testament, the Lord used to provide and what he says that the new creation, which Christians, Christians are going to when we die and when Jesus returns in the new creation that like a land flowing with milk and honey just as a vegan I was thinking milk and honey those aren't vegan products so I really spent a lot of time just meditating on this praying about it reading studying the bible and yeah that was one of the reasons which brought me into knowledge of the ketogenic diet started paying attention to it along with the principle of fasting in the bible as well and the benefits even for non-christians in the the secular literature of the benefits of intermittent fasting and fasting for health and spirituality and and mental clarity and all the rest of it so yeah anyway let's get into the teaching today so why is this topic the topic of a ketogenic diet and an alkaline diet why is this topic important why am i so excited about it well here's a fact you might have heard me say this before, but right now, there are nine, close to 90 million Americans walking around with pre-diabetes. So pre-diabetes, in other words, is metabolic syndrome. It's a state where there's low level insulin resistance, which if left unchecked, will result in full blown type 2 diabetes in less than five years. That's the statistics. And of those 90 million Americans with prediabetes, 90% of those people are unaware of it. So that is a ticking time bomb. If left unchecked, then uh, as I say, this is gonna result in full type two diabetes, full-blown insulin resistance where your body is unable to deal with um, blood sugar in other words that's that's the bottom line we're talking blood sugar levels here and insulin is uh, is released in the body to deal with spikes in blood sugar okay so it's it's released to normalize your blood sugar and if you have insulin resistance that process is out of whack and this is caused by overloading your body with the wrong types of food in particular specifically carbohydrates and if you want to get even more specific than that for most people and not everyone but for most people it means eating too much sugar too many carbs and not enough of the healthier um more whole food type foods okay and more fat good quality fats and a bit more protein maybe in, in some cases some people eat too much protein but we're really talking an overload of carbs which leads to pre-diabetes so that's the statistics on kind of blood sugar and diabetes let's look at cancer the current statistics are that 1600 people a day in the u.s are dying of cancer cancer is a preventable disease cancer is um affected by yes genetics but genetics play a small part in cancer the medical establishment put way too much emphasis on genetics in cancer and they do not put enough emphasis on epigenetics so your gene expression your gene expression is affected by your environment what kind of food you eat what kind of stress levels you have what kind of sleep you have your levels of oxygenation your levels of exposure to environmental toxins and EMF radiation from computers and smartphones and etc etc okay so the facts are 1600 people a day are dying of cancer cancer is a preventable disease i could go on i could go on to talk about heart disease and autoimmune disease and obesity all of these things are preventable diseases they're non-communicable diseases ncds which means that they are that they're directly affected by lifestyle So if that's the case, if we've got such a prevalence of degenerative disease that is wholly preventable by lifestyle, then how do we prevent and reverse those things with lifestyle? That's the question, isn't it? Surely we don't want to be taking drugs, pills, surgery, and just resigning ourselves to being victims of our genes, do we? We want to be saying, what is the answer? What can I do personally to take responsibility for my own health and to ensure that I'm going to be able to, you know, as far as I can, as far as with what's in my power and control, what can I do to prevent and address and reverse the whole spectrum of degenerative disease? Well, here's the answer. Here's the answer. A diet that is ketogenic is going to really help that okay so what is the keto diet so for anyone that doesn't know a real quick overview of the ketogenic diet it is a diet that is high in fats and the emphasis is good fats absolutely good fats are needed so not you've heard me talk on other episodes on good fats and bad fats so bad fats are your vegetable oils your industrial oils things like Uh, safflower oil, sunflower oil, rapeseed oil, canola oil, soybean oil. Get those out of your diet. They're really, really dangerous to health. So we're not talking about a diet high in those fats. We're talking about a diet high in good quality saturated animal fats. Yes, you heard me right. Good quality saturated animal fats. So things like butter, (laughs) um, maybe cream, beef tallow those types of things and I can hear you thinking hold on don't they give you heart disease no they don't and I will do another whole episode addressing the topics of cholesterol and heart disease and saturated fats but and I can point you to the research so the research by people like professor Tim Noakes so go back and listen to my interview with Tim Noakes in, uh, in in the podcast here on eternal health. I interviewed one of the world's leading people speaking on this subject. So go and listen to him. Um, you can check out the work done by people like Jeff Volek and Stephen Finney on a low carb lifestyle. You can check out the work of Gary Taubes looking at fats and there's lots and lots of people, but suffice to say for this podcast that, um, yeah, you want to be upping your good quality fats in a ketogenic diet, lowering your carbohydrates, and your carbohydrates should be around about 5% of your daily calories, and then moderate protein, so around about 15% of your calories per day from protein, which leaves, let's work that out then, 5% fat, 15% protein, hold on, that's 80% of our daily calories from fat? Is that the ketogenic diet? Yes, it is. Isn't that unhealthy, Laura? No, it's not. If you eat the right fat, this is absolutely very, very healthy. It normalizes blood sugar. <laughs> that's the thing. That's the thing, right? The problem of diabetes and pre-diabetes and cancer is metabolic disease, metabolic disorder. And if you're questioning hold on that's a sweeping statement check out the work of dr thomas Seafried. i would really highly recommend him on this subject so degenerative disease specifically cancer heart disease diabetes obesity are metabolic disorders, metabolic disease. And the answer to really getting your metabolic health back into great health is by your body burning ketones from good fats as opposed to uh, carbohydrates and proteins forming simple glucose, and then our body using that for fuel, okay? So let's recap or let's summarize this. The ketogenic diet is a diet very high in good fats, so about 80% fat. 5% carbs, so very low in carbs and moderate protein, which means your body is forced to burn fats for fuel rather than carbs for fuel. That's the crux here, burning fats for fuel rather than carbs. Those fats can be ingested fats, so dietary fats, but also it can be your own body fat. So, by this um, token, this is where when you get into a ketotic state, which generally takes between a few days in many cases a few weeks and in some cases even a a month or so for people to switch over from carb burning which most of us are in all most of the time if not all the time when we switch our body over to burning fats it can take a bit of time. But once you get into that mode, we suddenly become very adept at burning our own body fat for fuel. So that's where you lean down, you lose weight quite effortlessly. Okay, so we're switching fuels. That's the key to the keto diet. And burning fats for fuel is a much cleaner fuel source. And here's the thing, it normalizes blood sugar. Insulin is only released as a result as a result of too much blood sugar. And fats, eating high quality fats do not raise blood sugar. So you can eat fat to your heart's content. You can eat 80% of your calories a day from fat. And that's not going to spike your blood sugar. It's not going to cause an insulin response. Therefore, this is going to help insulin resistance leading to type 2 diabetes it promotes insulin sensitivity again so I've heard experts say it like this if you've got um, if you're constantly nagging your children if you're constantly or if you're you know a wife nagging a husband or a husband nagging a wife if you're constantly being nagged at, what happens? You tune out, you you end up just going, oh, whatever, and tuning out. Or let's use another analogy, a car alarm. When you first hear a car alarm go off, it's really annoying, isn't it? If it goes on for ages and ages and ages, yes, it can be annoying for a while, but then you'll you start tuning it out, your brain will tune it out. Okay, it's the same with insulin resistance. Over a period of years often often it can take up to 10 years for this to fully manifest but after years of overloading your body with carbs your insulin becomes resistant to that so when we stop shouting when the car alarm goes off if you get what i'm saying then that brings the sensitivity back into play so if there's a period where the car alarm goes off and then it comes on again you suddenly hear it that's okay. So, in in our dietary case, if we stop producing a ton of insulin and a, a high blood sugar, and then I just have little bits of carbs here and there, then our insulin becomes much more sensitive. Okay, so that's the antidote to type two diabetes, and the ketogenic diet is the best way to um, to address that. So that's a quick definition of the ketogenic diet. Let's look at what an alkaline diet is and how those two, where they kind of meet to form the very best diet just before we do that i'm gonna tell you about something that's coming up that um you might want to check out and that is my five day keto alkaline diet challenge that's coming up on the 27th of august 2018 and it's going to be five days where i live stream to you every day on facebook and you can go and join the challenge to receive updates and information about the live trainings and also a full keto foods list. Because many people say, okay, well, what foods can I eat on a ketogenic diet? Okay, so go and grab my free, comprehensive, full color, very well formatted, very easy to read and follow keto foods list. And you can do that by going to laurarimmer.com, that's L-A-U-R-A-R-I-M-M-E-R.com forward slash keto challenge. Okay, so that's laurarimmer.com forward slash keto challenge. You can get signed up to the free five-day keto and alkaline challenge on Facebook and you can download immediately your free keto foods list. So let's move on to the alkaline diet. What is the alkaline diet? Well, again, very quick (laughs) whistle-stop tour. In a nutshell, the alkaline diet, and there's a lot of misconception about what the alkaline diet is. People will say, well, you can't change the pH of your body. Your stomach acid is acidic. So anything that's trying to make your stomach alkaline is wrong, is it quackery? There's all sorts of weird and wonderful theories and misperceptions and discreditations out there about the alkaline diet in a nutshell, here's the thing. Our bodies need alkaline minerals and uh, and alkaline foods and the alkaline diet is all about eating a good proportion of foods that deliver those alkaline minerals to our body. So th- you can just encapsulate all the truth of what the alkaline diet is in that, in that definition that you just need every day, alkaline minerals and we need to be eating foods that promote and contain those alkaline minerals so to give you a little bit of chemistry we need four really daily alkaline minerals so they're classed into two different um, areas in the periodic table so remember back to chemistry at school you've got the alkali metals and in those alkaline metal Um, groups then you want to be having potassium and sodium we need those alkaline metals and then also from the alkaline earth metals we need calcium and magnesium, so they are the main four alkaline minerals so again, alkaline metals, potassium and sodium, alkaline earth metals, calcium and magnesium they are the four things that we need to eat to maintain a healthy body full of the right um, yeah the right alkaline minerals to carry out the processes and functions within our body. So it's not about turning our stomach acid alkaline. It's not about trying to change our blood pH. It's working with our blood pH being harmonize that homeostasis at a slightly alkaline point of about 7.35 on the pH scale but it's certainly not about trying to change that blood pH it's about working with it by eating foods that promote good acid alkaline balance throughout the whole of the body and its different functions so with that in mind why is um, why is a crossover of the ketogenic diet and the alkaline diet? Why is that really the sweet spot in terms of obtaining great health, preventing and reversing degenerative disease, effortless weight loss, and all the rest of it? Well, because if you if you look at any of the literature on the ketogenic diet, one of the things that keeps coming up is on a ketogenic diet in order to thrive you really need to pay attention to your electrolytes. So you might have heard before the importance of electrolytes. And the thing is that if you try a ketogenic diet, so a diet that's high in fat, low in carbs, moderate in protein, if you just try that without really knowing what you're doing, you can struggle on it. When your body tries to convert from oftentimes many, many, many years, if not a whole lifetime, of burning carbs for fuel, when you try and switch, like turn that ship around, (laughs) change course and go in a different direction by burning fat for fuel, you can experience some negative symptoms and people label it the keto flu where you can have headaches, you can feel really tired, you can have up and downs of mood and massive carb cravings and and things like that which can really put many people off trying and persisting with the uh, ketogenic diet. One of the ways to really mitigate those symptoms and to be able to thrive on a ketogenic diet is by including enough electrolytes in your diet. So what are electrolytes? Well, as it turns out, electrolytes that we need are your alkaline minerals. So let's say what they are again, potassium, sodium, calcium, and magnesium. We need to be making sure that we're getting plenty of those things each day. Now, here's the thing. Most people, because our soils are depleted, most people are deficient, certainly, in magnesium and potassium. And when you're on a ketogenic diet, you also need more sodium than normal, okay? So you need to be upping your salt intake. So it's really important to be focusing on these alkaline minerals, these electrolytes when starting a ketogenic diet, because otherwise you'll try it, say it didn't work for me, it was too hard, I had the keto flu, and come off the diet and never reap any of the benefits of getting into a ketogenic state, and also, if you just try the alkaline diet, so a, a diet rich in these alkaline minerals and minimizing foods rich in very acidic minerals like sul- uh, sulfur, things like that, then you're missing out on the real benefits of going low carb and burning fat for fuel. So therefore, the sweet spot for diet is a ketogenic diet with all the benefits of burning this clean energy source, which is fat and ketones. So basically, fat is converted by our body into ketones, and then our body uses those ketones for fuel. Okay, so you have all the benefits of that, plus... All the, the oiling of the system, if you like, by including the right amount of electrolytes, which are your alkaline minerals, your alkaline metals and alkaline earth metals, potassium, sodium, calcium and magnesium. So let's talk finally about what are the benefits then if we were to embrace a ketogenic diet, which was rich in electrolytes, these alkaline minerals. And we move over from predominantly burning carbohydrates for fuel to fat for fuel in the form of ketones. Then, what are the benefits? What can we expect? Well, number one, you can expect that any cravings for sugary foods, carbohydrate foods, will diminish. Not not necessarily right away. You probably will experience a period of a few days, maybe even a few weeks, of having cravings for carbs and missing them. But once you get into a fully keto Or fat adapted state, then those cravings for these unhealthy carbohydrates, you know, especially sugar and things, will absolutely diminish, and you feel that you're not a slave to food, and your food addictions, and your emotional eating, and all that stuff anymore. Actually, you're in control, and you eat when you're hungry, and you stop before you're full. Now, people can say, "Oh, isn't that really boring?" No, it's not. It's not boring. It's it's what you want surely you want food freedom food to be able to uh freedom to be able to make a wise choice of what you eat rather than feeling a slave to your you know your cravings and addictions when I was a smoker then I thought to myself giving up smoking isn't that going to be boring I enjoy smoking no that was a load of rubbish that's what I was telling myself because I was addicted now I'm not a smoker and haven't been for well since 2001 do i miss smoking no of course not i'm absolutely 100 percent glad that i gave up smoking wish i'd done it a lot sooner whereas if you speak to anyone who smokes they'll they'll perceive generally that giving up smoking is going to be exactly that giving something up deprivation, missing out on something they like, but it's not, it's the complete opposite. And it's the same with the foods that you think you might really, really enjoy. Oh, if I was to give up sugar, if I was to stop eating donuts and cakes and sweets and things, you know, is is life even worth living? Isn't that going to be really boring? I just want to enjoy my life. Here's the thing, the paradox, the weird thing, that when you're no longer a slave to these things, that's where freedom is, and you enjoy your food much more. Today, my husband and I, after church, we had two organic beef burgers with all the fat on it, you know, no cardboard like, you know, low, low fat versions of meats and things. No, we had organic full fat beef burgers. I had an avocado. I had some cream afterwards with a a couple of a few berries for my lunch. And it was delicious. And it was totally satisfying. And I'm about to go for a run after this um, episode. I'm going to finish up shortly. And yeah, I feel great. I've got loads of energy. So it will reduce and completely remove those unhealthy cravings and addictions to certain foods you have and that in itself will lead to if not immediately if not you know super rapidly it will lead over the medium and long term to weight loss to normalizing your weight so other benefits well i've said it before but I'll say it again this is the diet that will prevent and reverse degenerative disease so think heart disease diabetes cancer, autoimmune disease, obesity. This is the diet. If you're looking for the the panacea, the diet that's going to work, the diet that's proven, the diet that can be prodded from all angles and still stands up despite what mainstream media might want to say. And like I say, I'll do another episode on that and I'll break down exactly why those studies they're citing are absolutely wrong. Hint, they're using the wrong types of fats, they're using mice instead of humans, various other things, but we can easily debunk all the naysayers when it comes to uh, a ketogenic diet and people saying you can't eat alkaline minerals and it won't make any difference to your health rubbish these people don't know what they're talking about Um, and there is a lot a lot of disinformation out there around healthy diet so don't get caught in that trap of just believing everything you read and see straight off without applying any discernment and without doing your own homework and researching so I. that's what I aim to do in these podcasts. I do the legwork so you don't have to. Now, you may have decided if you followed me for any period of time or if you like my stuff, yeah, I'm going to trust what you say, Laura. I'm just going to, you know, you've done the work for me. I'm just going to capitalize on that take advantage of that if you're thinking "Mm, yeah she sounds convincing but I'm still skeptical check out the people I mentioned check out the world's top doctors on this stuff people who've working been working in clinical practice and reversing degenerative disease for decades with this stuff listen to them okay and another benefit is that a ketogenic diet rich in alkaline minerals is the diet of high brain power high brain power normalization of hormone balance and great sleep and supreme mental clarity because a keto like well, burning ketones for fuel is a much cleaner fuel source than carbohydrates and as I say it doesn't spark any insulin response so you are a lot more stable in your mood a lot more stable in your abilities to concentrate a lot more stable in your energy levels so I hope that that's whetted your appetite for learning more about and maybe at this point thinking yeah it's something I'd like to try a keto diet rich in alkaline electrolytes alkaline minerals and if that's the case then I would really love to see you in my keto and alkaline diet health challenge coming up on the 27th of august 2018 you can sign up it's completely free you can sign up at laurarimma.com forward slash keto challenge you do not have to go completely keto in the in these five days this is gonna start educating you more about this stuff and i'm going to show you if you want to try a keto diet my advice would be You know, ease into it gently or try it for a little while and then come out of it um, if you want to. Or you can go straight into it full on, but definitely try it. Definitely try it and see what it does for you in your own life. So I'm going to be doing daily live trainings where you can come on, ask your questions. There's a group of us. Currently, I've got a thousand people in my group on Facebook. We're going to be going through this stuff together. You get lots of freebies, encouragement, motivations, education and trainings throughout those five days. So do join us. Go to laurarimmer.com forward slash keto challenge to sign up and, uh, and receive your key comprehensive keto foods list before the challenge starts. And we'll be ready to go on Monday, the 27th of August. So I'm going to leave you with just a couple of Bible verses to finish. A couple that um, have spoke to me this week. The first one is from Habakkuk. 3 17 to 18 though the fig tree does not bud and there are no grapes on the vines though the olive crop fails and the fields produce no food though there are no sheep in the pen and no cattle in stores yet i will rejoice in the lord i will be joyful in god my savior so There's a verse there about even if you feel that everything else is failing in your life and i don't know it's you know it talks about food doesn't it And so that's relevant to to what we've been talking about today. Even if you feel, you might feel right now that things aren't going your way, you can rejoice in the Lord. If you know Jesus as your savior, then you can rejoice in that, in what he's done for you. He died on the cross to pay for your sins. That is cause for celebration. If you don't yet know Jesus as your savior, you call on him, call on the name of the Lord, ask him to forgive your sins. Think about it deep in your heart. We've all done bad stuff. Have you ever lied? Have you ever got angry? Have you ever lusted after someone? Have you ever stolen, thought bad stuff? Yes, of course you have. We all have. There's an antidote to all that rubbish in our own hearts and souls and that is Jesus. He died on the cross to pay for our sins. He rose again, showing that he conquered death and he is powerful to forgive your sins. Jesus is the only one who can forgive our wrongdoings and he's happy to do it. You just need to accept that gift that he's holding out to you right now, okay? Call on the name of the Lord, he will save you. Turn from your sins, accept him as your Lord and Saviour, and you will be saved, and you can rejoice in the Lord. And the second Bible quote I'm going to leave you with is Ezekiel 20, verse 6. On that day I swore to them to bring them out from the land of Egypt into a land that I had selected for them, flowing with milk and honey, which is the glory of all lands. Thank you for listening today on Eternal Health. I look forward to speaking to you again next week for another episode of Eternal Health. Have a great week. Bye for now.
1: Thanks for listening to the Eternal Health Podcast. Go to laurarimmer.com to download your free Optimum Health Scorecard and find out your current health score, plus tips, coaching, and training on how to get slim, healed, and energized. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, and we'll catch you next time on Eternal Health.